Well, we talked about the woman at the well this week, and really it was her journey of learning who Jesus was and then becoming filled with the living water. And so we thought that we would just share our stories of how we became Christians, just to give you a little bit of a a feeling of what our stories are so you can get to know us better. So I'm here again with Larry, and Larry, why why don't you start and just tell us your story. Tell us your journey. My journey, yeah. Well, my journey started with a woman. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Well, she had a well? She wasn't at a well, but okay. she was at Disneyland. Which, I mean. I mean, come on, right? Living water, Living Disneyland. water, Disneyland, right, yeah, right, right there. Right below, right there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I can say that I was brought to the Lord by a young lady that I ultimately married. Mm. I've been married for 46 years now, so nice. it's been pretty interesting. But um, when I, when I first met her, I was working at Disneyland, she was working at Disneyland, and I, I, I really was not a very good person, let's put it that way. <laughs> I, was, I, was, uh, I, was, I was a kid. That's a very weird place. Well, you know, it was, it was one of these things where my father was an alcoholic, I was on the road to becoming an alcoholic. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, and, and just generally a you know, a delinquent. I, I wasn't like really, really bad out there, but I was, I'd go to school drunk and wasn't really too excited about you? that. 18. So I was 18. Wow. Just, just getting ready to graduate. So it was like, I was done with school and yeah, sort of on the road to perdition, as they would say. <laughs> <laughs> I was not in a good place. And I, and I see this, this young lady walking down the steps. So she turned out to be a summer higher okay. at Disneyland. She was she was in college. She was a little bit older than I was. Now, were you working? I was working. Okay. Yeah. So we were both working there. And so, you know, I I asked her out. <laughs> Talk about a rejection. Like, <laughs> like it was like, no, why would yeah. I go out with you? Right. I mean, I was drunk when I asked her. Well, uh, so, you know, I just that whole thing. So at any rate. Pretty I, confident. Oh, I was. Yeah. Right. So confident. <laughs> so I spent most of that summer pursuing her just mm-hmm. I, I would keep asking I would keep you know she'd keep rejecting me and it was sort of like probably Stockerville or something like sure. this you know she's starting to get like dude you know really I've had enough mm-hmm. at some point I, I, so I know this is God working mm-hmm. because at some point she said yes I will go out with you it, it had to be a pity date I, I, I would right. imagine or, or just, just to get just him get off. me yeah. off right I'm just okay I'm gonna do this once so it can be done mm-hmm. and um any rate, so we went out once. I picked her up on a motorcycle, which was a big mistake. To her father, was not thrilled with that Wait, one. You're, yeah. you're seventeen. Are you eighteen at I'm this 18, point? I'm eighteen. Yeah. You're eighteen. You pull up to a, an older girl's house on a motorcycle, on a motorcycle for the first date. First date in front of her dad. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Where does this go? <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere good. <laughs> so, but any rate, you know, we, we had a we had a reasonably good good time. Uh, I was sober. It was great. And um, I said, well, can we do this again? And here it comes. If you go to church with me, maybe. Oh, oh not even a yes. Not even a yes. Like, I'll think. You got to go to church first. Oh, wow. And then see. Okay. So I, I said, I can fake that. <laughs> I can fake church. I fake sober. I, I fake everything, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. So I went and, you know, it was... Um, I got to meet her family and see inter- see interaction and and I realized that 
that families didn't have to be dysfunctional. The uh -huh. fathers could be men that you could look up to. That, this is a departure from what you knew. Yeah, this was a departure from what I knew. Not, not again, not that, and later in life, I just gotta say this in case you know, my sister watches this. Uh, <laughs> later in life, my dad became sober. A lot of things changed. Mm -hmm. But in this particular moment in time, it was probably the bottom mm. from the standpoint of our family and our dynamic and all the things that were going on. In fact, it's a different story. But I, after I became a Christian, my mother s refused to let me ever see that woman again or go to church. That's a different story. You mean Sue? No, 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 no. My mother said yes, not to sue. Not no. to see Sue. Not to see Sue, not to go to church, what? not to do anything. Yeah. So I'll tell that, that's a different wow, story. Okay. But but anyway, so I'm going to church, I'm seeing all of this, and it's I am I'm, I'm a little bit like the woman. Hmm. My defenses are up, but I'm but my interest is peaked. Yeah. Is this real? Is it is this fake? Is this like yeah. leave it to beaver or, or right. what's going on? Too many young people won't <laughs> even know a, what that means, right? Yeah, Stepford. It was just strange, yeah. and and so, um, any rate. Long story short, because I don't want to go too long. Um, we were at church one night. There was a speaker that had come down from George Fox College, mm. and he was talking about he was talking about how how sin just controls our lives, mm. and I had never I've never dealt with this, I'm a sinner, I've mm. never dealt with that. And, and, and he's asking, he goes, you know, sin is a lot like, it holds onto you, it controls you, it gets you to this place where you don't even realize that you're going to die unless you let go of it, uh. right? And, and this is, this is the, the metaphor. He said, do you know how they hunt monkeys in Africa? I said, no, I don't know. Fun. Yeah. Right? And so what they do is they put a, a nut inside of a, like a coconut shell or something. And so that when you put your hand in and you grab hold of it, you can't get it out as long as you're holding mm -hmm. on. And so they never let go. And then the hunters come and snatch them up. And so he said, this is the sin in your life. Unless you let go of this, uh. you'll eventually... Oh, that's Lose great. your life. Yeah. Right? So to gain your life, mm -hmm. you've got to let go of what you think your life is now. Mm -hmm. So I'm holding on to that life. I'm holding on to what I knew. And he says, you got to let go of that in order to get a new life. Huh. And I did that and prayed the prayer, you know, which was back then it was, you know, confess your sin. Right. Accept Jesus as your savior. Come on up to the altar. Oh, yeah, kneel altar down, call. man. Yeah, put hands on you. And they did it. And I'm just and I accepted Jesus that night. And You're how old? 18. Wow. Oh, wow. So I was still 18. That was pretty quick. It was, the, was the, a year? with a year, yeah, yeah, about a year. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So, yeah. That's, and, and, and then it just progressed from there, and you're, yeah. you're married to the woman that brought you to church. Yep. And, uh, yep. Or tricked you to church, however Trick, you want to see me. that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and and uh, now you're a pastor. Now I'm a like, pastor. Wow, that's so My story's not near that your story is probably a lot, a lot like my wife's story. Yeah, my, my, my story is a lot like Sue's where I grew up in the church. My parents met singing. And so I was, my grandpa was a worship pastor. And so we were at church all the time. I was a church brat. Um, but at the age of like four or five, I don't know exactly how old I was, but I do remember this. I was in the kitchen with a blueberry bagel 
and it's something a blue, a, a blue bear. I don't know why I remember that. Okay. But I'm like, if I remember that it's detail, it's got to be real. It's a little bit like a bucket of water. It's like a bucket of water, there right? You go. So I had a blueberry bagel, and I'm I'm guessing that we. So had Jesus it. is sitting on the stove. He's sitting on and the bagel. saying, "Hey, can I get a bagel?" That's right. Yeah. I'm like, why would you want a bagel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can make bread out of it. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming we had something at church that day, and and I came home, and I just in the kitchen, I just asked Jesus to come into my heart, and then from that day on, it's just been. Been there, One day huh? after another, and this, and the, the thing that I did, find about that is, did, it's, did it's you have growth. some recommitment though? Did you have some times later in your I mean, life that you re that you re up? We, we all you we all do. I don't think any of those were really anything special because I don't remember any of them. Ah, okay. Like there's all those like times where it's like, oh man, I'm I'm gonna fly yeah, straight again. I backslid right. and all that stuff, but never was there a real like I've fallen off. There the was wagon. no conver extra conversion moment. Right, okay. right. So I really, it just has built and built and built. And the thing when I've told that story to people, which blew me away just these last couple of years, I tell that story to people and they're just like, man, that's that story's so great because we've got kids. <sighs> yeah. Weird. You know, there's another Sue story is similar. Sue, mm -hmm. Sue, she, she can, she, she can't, she can't, she doesn't have a bagel moment. Okay. We don't need a bagel moment. She just, she just looked back and said, I'm a Christian, never really knew exactly when it mm, happened. So sure. it was just this slow progression. progression for her. When she looked back, it's sort of like when you're climbing a mountain, yeah. you know, and you keep walking and walking and you look back, oh, wow, we really got there. Mm -hmm. That's sort of been her life. Um, but, but this is interesting because there's a story that Jesus tells about, you know, day laborers mm. and it's about fairness and, and things, but the interesting thing for me about that story is the guy that comes last gets paid the same amount as the guy that has worked all day. Mm -hmm. And when you tell that story to people, generally they go, well, that's not fair. Sure. Oh, that's yeah. That's not fair. And God says, hey, what's fair? You know, I, I can do what I want. That's not the message do now. Do you want to hang on the cross? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But but here's here's the message that I've gotten out of that, which is is a little bit different, is that if if as a father as a father, mm -hmm. right? What what do you want sometimes the most? I mean, you want to make sure that your your family's taken care of, that there's food on the table, that you're doing those things. And so for day laborers, every single day, they have no idea. Mm -hmm. And so the one that got work in the morning, yes, he worked all day, but he worked all day. Mm -hmm. And he knew that that day, at least his family was going to be fed. Yeah. Where the one that doesn't get called until an hour before, he spends the entire day trying to find work, mm -hmm. trying to figure out what he's going to say to his family when he goes home with nothing. Mm -hmm. So the stories of people that tell me they always knew Jesus, mm -hmm. even though they don't have this really weird conversion, I'm just saying, praise God. Mm -hmm. How many more years have you gotten right. with Jesus than than others who come late in life? You know, mm -hmm. so. Yes, they might have this sort of powerful story, but at the end of the day, you've got this longevity that just comes with knowing Christ for a long time. And Fantastic. the encouragement to people to say it's possible. It's possible. Right, that, that's the thing where people who are converted later in life, and then they have kids and they're bringing their kids to church, and they remember what their story was like. And then they, like I've talked to people about my story, and they're like, man, I, I, I want that for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Right. Anything so, is possible with, anything with Jesus. Anything is possible with the living water. With the living water. Which brings us to the point where as a group, as, as people that might be watching, uh, people that might be uh, 
curious, wondering what this living water is like, what this eternal life is like. We, we just felt that we needed to give an opportunity today for those of you that might be watching to accept Christ as your own Savior, to accept this living water that, that wells up to eternal life. And so in a moment, we're going to pray. Um, and I just want to make sure that if you have a little bit of curiosity, I believe that's enough. In our story, the woman started with just a little bit of curiosity. And through listening to Jesus, through that, she discovered who he really was, and it changed her life. And that can be you too as well. It is possible. So let's pray. I'm going to just pray with my, uh, with my eyes open because I want to make sure that you see me as I pray for you. So dear Heavenly Father, we are um, grateful for your Son, Jesus Christ, for this Alam Abba, for this eternal life that you've given us, that we get to experience now and on into forever. That it's made such a difference in my life, in Todd's life, and in the lives of believers all over the world. And we want so very much for you, if you haven't had a chance to accept Jesus, to do that now. And simply pray something like this, dear Lord, for the best that I know how, I am sorry for my sin. For as much as I understand what that means right now, I give it to you. And I ask that you would come into my life and begin to change it. If you've prayed that prayer, make a comment, send something to Todd, to Ott, to me, to someone that's in your group, and share with them that you've done that so that we can help you take the next steps. This woman spent two days with Jesus after she accepted him. And I believe in those two days, he helped her understand truly what she did and what she believed so that her life could be different and new. Thank you.